Well, hello. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different in that I'm going to share today from my office. And, um, but we're glad you're here. Thank you for joining us. And I've got a couple of, here's what we're going to do. I've got a couple of announcements that I want to share with you, some very important announcements. And then we're just going to dive into the Word of God and talk about fear. Of course, this is totally different from what I prepared. I prepared a message today for uh, part of our continued series on our core values. And today we were going to look at uh, baptism. We'll do that, maybe Lord willing, next Sunday. But uh, today, uh, this uh, message has gripped my heart, and I'm going to share it with you and uh, pray that the Lord will use it. As a matter of fact, in just a moment, we're going to pray together. But let me share some announcements. There's still some people joining us, and uh, as you join us, thank you for tuning in. Uh, a couple of announcements. Uh, we have moved our double Sunday pledge uh, from next Sunday to March the 22nd. So we're going to have our pledge Sunday. I'm sorry, we've moved it to March the 29th. So make a note of that. That's going to be March the 29th. And I'm going to use this whiteboard. I love a whiteboard. But March the 29th is going to be our new uh, double Sunday. Remember, uh, we have matching funds that are going to be given all going against our debt up to $100,000. All you have to do is turn in a pledge card on March the 29th. You can turn it in at any time, but uh, we need those in on March the 29th, and then um, you make, you fulfill your pledge anytime during 2020 this year, and uh, that, that anonymous donor very graciously has said that they will match uh, the gifts. I'm praying that we will go over 100000 and then we can challenge this anonymous donor, which is just in time, by the way, for our refinance. So all of that we've, we've talked about, but I did want to tell you there is that change. Collect, we're going to collect the pledge cards on the 29th. Okay, any Armstrong Easter offering, uh, continue to pray about that, about inviting people to Easter Sunday, April the 12th, and we're going to pray for our country. Now, I need to share uh, something very personal with you. Uh, Linda and I just returned yesterday from a seven-day cruise. And uh, when we went, uh, there was, we were on the ship when the State Department issued a travel advisory uh, about going on a cruise. Uh, well, it was a little too late then, uh, so, uh, but we're both doing fine. However, because we were on a ship with 3,000 other people coming in close, close proximity, uh, we, we thought it best, after talking with the uh, uh, chair of our personnel committee, who then talked to the rest of the personnel committee, that we uh, just uh, exercise a self-quarantine for 14 days. So uh, I'll be working from home over the next uh, 14 days, and um, I, just like I'm doing today, I will be sharing next Sunday morning, I pray, uh, and we may have services next Sunday. Uh, here. However, if we do, I'll join you um, through the uh, medium that we are using today on the screen in the auditorium. Uh, so we did have some Sunday school classes meet to, together today, so we're grateful for that. All right, so that's the announcements. Do remember, Pledge Day has been changed to March the 29th. That's our end gathering. We've already had some people turn their pledges in, which is fine. That's fine. But uh, that's going to be our end gathering day. Okay. Uh, I want us to pray for our country. So 
Uh, let's, let's just bow together. Father in heaven, we are so very grateful that you sit on the throne. That, uh, Lord God, when all the things that are happening in this world uh, take place, catches us off guard. Uh, obviously, we don't know what's coming. We don't even know what's coming in the next moment, much less the next day or week. Uh, so much has changed in our world and in our lives just in the last uh, days. But Lord, we know this. You sit on the throne, and you are not shaken, and you are not afraid. You're not fretting. You're not wringing your hands. And as your children, we pray that we would demonstrate a peace that passes understanding, that God's people would see us, and they would see people who... Um, are at peace, and we're not anxious. We're not all uptight. Uh, we are resting in you, fully aware of all that's going on, and yet at the same time, we trust you, Lord. We do pray that we would be uh, overtaken with love, love for other people, love for our neighbors, love for those that are vulnerable, uh, that, Lord, we would demonstrate your love in very practical ways. And uh, we pray for the leadership of our country. We pray that, God, you would give them wisdom, that you would uh, touch them, and that, Lord, you would, you would protect our country, not just our country, this world in which we live. And that, Lord, believers at this time, at this critical juncture, when so many people are gripped with fear, and the truth is, God, there's a lot of people thinking about their mortality for the first time in their lives. And this is going to be an awesome opportunity for us to share the love of Jesus with them and talk about how we can walk in peace. That we don't, uh, we, we, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil for you are with us, Lord. And help us to communicate that with love and kindness to people around us. And um, we just thank you so much. I thank you for our church family. I am so grateful for a church family that loves you and that uh, we dearly love. As a matter of fact, that's really what, uh, just in an overabundance of caution, Linda and I, as well as uh, in talking to our personnel committee, really made this decision to, to kind of step away and uh, isolate ourselves so that there wouldn't be any possibility of us um, coming in contact with uh, those that, that that could possibly be infected. If we don't even know that we are, but we want to exercise an abundance of caution. So thank you, God, for all that you're doing. Now take your word and use it, Lord, to fortify our hearts, to build us up, to make us better, stronger, more faithful to you, to lift up Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen? All right. So today I really just want to talk a little bit about fear. The Bible has a lot to say about fear. But here's what I want to kind of focus in on. There's two kinds of fear the Bible talks about. And I'm going to try to write most of these verses up on the screen. Some of them I already have up here. There's a good kind or healthy kind of fear, uh, Proverbs 1, 7, and a, a kind of a bad, unhealthy kind of fear, 1 John 4, 18. So here's, here's the uh, good fear. The good fear is Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of of wisdom. That's good. Man, I'm telling you, when you have that kind of fear, it's a reverence for God. It's, it's a reverence that, that honors the Lord. All right, but there's an unhealthy kind of fear, and it's right over here in 1 John. So 
I'm going to turn to 1 John, and you can, you can either just listen or you can turn in your Bibles. 4.18, there is no fear in love, for perfect love cast out fear. All right, see, now perfect love will cast out fear. That's an unhealthy kind of fear. So the Bible is says, yes, we are to fear the Lord, but not in the way that people fear when they are overwhelmed, overcome with fear. So what we're going to talk about today is both this good kind of fear are healthy and unhealthy. The good, which is healthy, leads us to fear the Lord, and then there's an unhealthy fear which is really based, it's really based on punishment. That's unhealthy fear. It is, it, it runs, it, it runs from God. It runs from other people. It's very self-serving. It's, it's very prideful and egotistical. It's all about yourself in that kind of fear. All right, so, um, healthy fear elevates God above all others while embracing the love of God. Healthy fear will help us to live 